Do you believe in ghosts? CBC is trying to scare up some viewers with something that, as Count Floyd used to say, will thrill and horrify you. Meet my two Ghostbuster guests next on Brio TV, the podcast. Hi there, welcome back. Bill Brio here. And in this episode, we're going to talk about a new CBC series premiering Friday, January 26. It's called Ghosting with Luke Hutchie and Matthew Fidlin. I met the two ghost hosts in December at CBC's downtown Toronto Broadcast Centre. Luke is probably best known for playing a killer gay vampire on the out TV series Ezra. Matthew was in the Paramount Plus movie Orphan First Kill and was also in Ezra, so both have horror cred on their IMDb resumes. In this eight-episode series, which also streams starting January 26 on CBC Gem, these two visit several of Canada's allegedly most haunted places to see if they can raise any evidence of paranormal behavior. On each episode, they are joined by a celebrity ghostbuster as they strive to declare these places haunted or not. Now, as you'll hear, the recording of this episode, along with a few others in future weeks, is a little on the scary side. This was recorded live at the CBC in a small room, small echoey room off the 10th floor studio areas. It's a bit echoey, but worse, I was using one mic for all of us around a table and it was less omnidirectional than advertised. You should be able to hear Luke and Matthew better than me, which perhaps is a bonus. Here's the conversation with the stars of Ghosting. Recorded in December. Okay, we're here with Ghosting with Luke Hutchie and Matthew Finlan. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. You've already got your names on your show. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Thank and you. Your resume is uh, hilarious. You've got this very exclusive. We've got uh, unscripted comedy series. So uh, you've done a lot of work in comedy, but and in horror as well. Yes. yes. And so you're the perfect people to be taking this to the next level to doing a reality show about investigating actual haunted places right exactly yes. with the yes. most unqualified people to do it exactly. actors <laughs> actors yeah uh, we can it. pretend like we know what we're doing but in actuality we have no clue that's if you can pretend no that's the whole thing well that's acting mm-hmm. yeah exactly so we basically just lied our way through this whole thing <laughs> I love it I, love, I made a career of that nothing wrong with that um, so uh, how many episodes are are we talking here of this season there are eight eight, eight episodes yeah and uh, it's premiering friday january 26 yes fast. so you guys go to actual haunted places that are allegedly haunted houses haunted places and in ontario mainly or are you off across canada Yes, for this season, we stay to Ontario, and you got it exactly right. We go to the most allegedly haunted locations to try and decipher whether they're truly haunted or not. And and who decided these were the places to visit? Um, We honestly (laughs) went through a lot of different, like... I was not aware of how many, like, paranormal organizations exist. There are so many. There are so many. So many. So we definitely did a lot of research. We had a great um, like production team um, that kind of helped us kind of cipher through all of that. But if you Google like 
haunted places in Ontario, we kind of hit the main top five. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we just put the pieces together and we showed up and we did our little thing. Well, I got to, I was invited several years ago. There was a show in the States and uh, I was uh, went down with other reporters to Louisiana, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. Yes. And they had a hospital that was used. The idea was to cure um, lung diseases in the 30s. They built a hospital facing the wind and the people just sat on balconies and this was supposed to help them. Um, but it was notorious because a lot of people died. Yeah. And they literally, the bodies would be taken out all the time. And supposedly this place was very, very haunted. So we had to sort of stay overnight in this place, which was creepy at night. And uh, it was an old derelict hospital. And the rumors were there was kids kicking soccer balls on the roof. And it's always kids. Right? Yeah. Always, it's always yeah. kids. It's always a woman crying. Yeah, right. and there's always a ghost named John. That's always a ghost named John. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Those were the popular <laughs> names back then. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> they needed more diverse names back then. Exactly. <laughs> like, step. there's no Pierre. You know oh, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Don't ghost. We'll be right back after these messages. Time once again to check in with our friend Emily Gagne at Hollywood Suite. Emily, Happy New Year. What do you got for us now? Well, Bill, we're blasting off into 2024 with genre fair. We're talking sci-fi. We're talking horror. We're talking the freakiest and the most fun movies you can think of. Everything from Beetlejuice to Blade we've got on our channels this month. Wow. Blade scares me. What's the freakiest uh, sci-fi film you've got, though? Sci-fi? I mean, we've got 2001 A Space Odyssey. I don't know if that's the freakiest, but it's a classic. We've got Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But I really think if you want something weird and wonderful, we have this film called 976 Evil, which is directed by... Freddy Krueger himself, Robert England. Well, that's the number, 976 Evil. <laughs> you can find it on Hollywood Suite. Emily, thanks for the tip. Thanks, Bill. And we're back with Luke and Matthew from CBC's Ghosting. Uh, so were you guys freaked by the idea of doing this? Because some people would be creeped out. Right? Wait, before we move on, was the hospital haunted? Yeah. Oh, God. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't think so. Well, I remember the guy that people who took it very seriously who walked us through. And they're like, please do not swear at our ghosts. Oh, my God. Uh, That'd be like me. I tell Luke, don't swear yeah. at the ghosts. I oh never God. swore at the ghosts. Yeah, no, no. But, but there was people there with Geiger counters and things measuring this mm-hmm. and that. And like you say, a lot of people so into this, they have the equipment to try and yeah. perceive yeah. it. And I was more of a cynic and just kind of thinking, oh, well, I can write about this. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was more worried. I had a colleague from the Toronto Sun who uh, was at the time. This time he was a little overweight. We had to go up and down. I thought he would die and I'd have to investigate him as a ghost. Like, <laughs> oh, my <maybe>. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But anyway. Um, for us, for like the spooky, like were we ever scared? Yeah. Um, for the most part, I think I was in the safe. I will say... Um, there's an episode with Devin Nakoda, Castle right. Kilbride. Right. That was the one place that 
And towards the end, like you can kind of see it with that doll. That's there's a doll in this house. The Mm -hmm. doll in the house is from like 200 years ago from one of the original owners. Somehow this house has the, the doll from 200 years ago in a glass container confined in this little girl's room with a painting from 200 years ago of her holding this doll. The exact same doll. The exact doll. The exact same doll. This is the selling point, this haunted feature about this place that people go there just to be scared. But yes and no, No. because we were the first team to ever investigate this location. Like, hands down, it was us ghosting. Yeah, Yeah, had the exclusive. But the crazy thing about a lot of these haunted places is they usually are duped for something else. They filmed exterior of Anne with an E in front of the house, Mm -hmm. but no one had ever gone inside of this house to do an investigation at all. So we were the first show ever to do it. Yeah. And it was... A very like you know there was things left and right um but this one doll for some reason i don't know why like and you can see it on my face i just like snapped because <laughs> like things were bumping things were moving and yeah. we were like what is going on and you know the rest of the house had been very like not as theatrical i'll say but it was crazy it was definitely um that was my oop and why didn't they use this for Anne with an E? They could have tried to bring back Marilla or something. They could have. It's like, like it's beautiful. It's like yeah. This it's Castle Kilbride in Baden, Ontario. It is this like Italianate villa home that is wow. gorgeous. Like it's really you should Google it right now if yeah. you're listening to this. It looks okay. stunning. It looks like a fake house. Like yeah. it doesn't look like. like- set. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So it makes sense that you would use it for a television show. Yeah. And, and every episode, do you have a different guest star who's helping you on the quest? Or yeah. Who are some of the folks that are you helping you out? We have a wide variety. Yeah. The okay. fun thing with us that we kind of try to do, and then I'll pass it back. But basically, we try to take a guest that has worked almost specific to the lore of where we're going Mm -hmm. so that they can apply their not so real, you know, the fictional, what they learned in that movie and how that will help them here. So basically Kevin Alves is in Emmy nominated series, yellow jackets, which they basically have that whole show filmed in a cabin in the woods. So we brought him to a cabin in the woods because obviously he's so smart with cabins and woods. And as an actor, and as an actor, right. Or like we had Jade Hassone, who's from, shadow hunters and one of our locations the wellington county museum is infamous for these shadow ghosts that roam the third floor did you see any shadows we okay we didn't physically see shadows but we definitely interacted with shadows really for sure because these shadows are drawn to light so we use these flashlights a tool a technique that's very popular and you have to watch the episode to see exactly how it goes but we definitely got results well we should tell people for right off that one of you is a believer one of you is a cynic right? uh-huh yeah. totally i am the tried and true bona fide believer all things paranormal yeah had you had an encounter prior to this? Did oh, believe? before the show, yes. My, you can ask all of my friends, siblings, family. I, I was that kid who was talking to ghosts growing up. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Playing with spirit boards and cemeteries wow. and like pendulums and craziness. Yeah, which some people might think is like hocus pocus, but for me, very real. But we always say we take the ghost seriously, not ourselves. We'll be right back. Did you know that it was June Carter Cash who wrote one of Johnny Cash's biggest hits, Ring of Fire? 
That's just one of the things you'll learn watching June, streaming this month on Paramount+. Plus. June shines a spotlight on the history of country music and the Carter and Cash families. The five-time Grammy Award-winning singer, actor, and author has opened for Elvis, appeared on screen with Robert Duvall and Jane Seymour, and as mentioned, was a damn fine songwriter. Featuring interviews with the woman herself, the film also includes sit-downs with her family, admirers, and friends, including Dolly Parton, Reese Witherspoon, and Willie Nelson. And remember, there's a mountain of premium entertainment for audiences of all ages on Paramount+. Plus. The second season of the compelling crime thriller Hidden Assets returns to Super Channel for its exclusive Canadian premiere on Sunday, February 11th at 9 p.m., with each episode also available on Super Channel On Demand. This Irish-Belgian-Canadian co-production is a must-watch for aficionados of crime thrillers. In season two of this Super Channel original, Criminal Asset Bureau's new team lead, Claire Wallace, finds herself at odds with CTU's Christian de Jong over the Antwerp investigation. And speaking of hidden assets, Quebecer and Brio TV favorite Karine Vaness is among the Canadians on season two of this drama. And remember, Super Channel, an all-Canadian service, is available via most cable providers across the country, as well as streaming live and on-demand with Amazon Prime Video Channels, Apple TV+, and the Roku platform in Canada. Here they are again, Luke Hutchie and Matthew Finland. Was there anybody in particular you were always trying to communicate with who was like a dead celebrity? Or You know what? That's a great question. No, I should have. I should have been talking to like famous, like sure. Charlie Chaplin or something. Right. Who, who would have wanted to do that? Totally. Yeah. 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 Or I don't know, Marilyn Monroe yeah. or someone. That would have been hot. Here's how old I am. I, when I was at school, at grade school, the movie, uh, Oh my God! What was that movie? It was all about the the uh, ghosts and oh, it's a famous film. I can't even think of it. But there was a film came out right nineteen seventy. Yeah, and so it was all of a sudden having seances was a thing in schools. Was it kids. Poltergeist? No, it was prior to that. Okay, so, uh, I should know this, but anyway, like Rosemary's Baby. I don't, like I don't know. Yeah, but, but uh, that that era for sure. Yeah, but there would be a bunch of us in a room trying to bring back the ghost of Marilyn Monroe or where John Kennedy. Or oh yes, that. yes. And, and there'd be always some wise kid at the back with a flashlight doing this, and we'd all ah and run out of the room. Yeah, there's <laughs> a Luke. There's nothing more fun than summoning the dead. Right. Totally. That's like. Yet, yet, yet you don't really think this is this is a lot of hooey, basically. No, I I believe it. I want to believe it. I need to see it. Okay. I need to like because that's one of those things you can't just say yes or no. You got to see things. Right. And so my job here was to show you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so over the course of the series, did you become more convinced that there is something to this? Um, I think over the series, you will watch me um discover that there's more than just doubt that made no sense okay. but that's well, my I, foreshadow I okay i get it you have to just watch it and find out but uh, definitely um i go on a roller coaster especially going back into the castle kill right in the doll i think that was 
um, definitely a highlight for me on the show. Because even in the, we went with the Kevin Alves episode, We in the cabin, there was a demon in the cabin who knew my birthday. Yes. And knew my favorite song, my favorite movie. Like really? it was, like, yes, it was also in love with me, but that's what's a whole your, other story. What's your favorite movie? Jennifer's Body, the greatest movie ever made. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Yes, there was no greater movie than that. No movie. greater movie. It was the perfect movie. How did I miss it? I don't. What, how, what was that made? Um, it was released in 2009. Mm-hmm. It was produced by Fox Atomic. Yes. Directed by Karin Kusama, written by Diablo Cody. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Diablo Cody. Wow. Yes. Okay, Oscar winning screenwriter Juno. for Juno. Juno. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'd like to investigate that. All right. Very but good. I think every episode, definitely though, it sets both of us up for kind of a, like um, a bit of a like evolution of our experience where we stand with the supernatural and the paranormal. Like even between Katie Douglas and Frankie Grande and Hale Grande and um Bacola Ayoka and all these people that we brought in with us I think it really helped like diversify everyone's experience and that was like the benefit of having another person there is that it wasn't just our you know tunnel vision views of it we had a mm-hmm. buffering third party that was kind of deliberating with us yeah and I nice. think every single person helped us see something in a different way we wouldn't have looked at it and I think that was a very fun turn. Well, I've seen the first episode, that, uh, and, and uh, there was a scene where you're trying to call on, let's have a sign, and you guys are in one corner, and the far corner, there's a candle or something burning that goes out, right? Or something. The REM pod goes off. Yeah, I okay. think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, which was, ah, everybody went like, <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Yes. That was so crazy. <laughs> that was a truly, you know, it's funny. That was actually our first investigation that okay. we had done. And that was some of the first like results we were getting, which uh, those reactions are so genuine. I know we're actors, but that is like, we were all it's, shocked. It's a TV show. There's some guy there with a poop, like a blowing it, uh, pulling the plug. Or something. Oh, uh, not Matthew at all. was faking all of it. No, <laughs> uh, no. This is one of Liv's favorite jokes. No, no, no. What we say is we're actors. We don't know what we're doing. So that gives us the liberty to. This is what he says. I well, always know what I'm doing. We don't even know how to fake it, even if we wanted to, wow. when it comes to ghost hunting. So the, we really take the results as they come. And the thing specifically with Merrill House, which was the crazy turn, was. Jordan Martin, who is the owner, who you see in the episode, had briefed us basically like, this is the window. People see him through this window. People Mm -hmm. see him through this window. Everybody who works there sees him through this window. We talked to everybody who works there. They're like, yeah, you see a man with a top hat through the window. Lo and behold, you put that thing in front of the window, it goes off. So it was just a crazy, like, yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Because you need something like this every episode, don't you? To keep people sort of hooked. Well, yeah. I was hoping to get possessed, levitate, Linda, <laughs> Linda Blair, 360, my neck. My God. You and that both. was the proof. The Exorcist yeah. was the movie I saw in grade school. That no was way. Linda Blair. That so was, that, okay, that so that's was what, what it was. That triggered the whole yeah. praise that people were doing. The, uh, yeah. When I set. when I was like in seventh grade, I grew up in like Catholic Italian family, and so that movie sent me like that was the only movie that's ever scared me oh, in my I life because it was so like you slept with crucifixes after seeing this film. Like, yeah, no way. Where, where are you from? Like, I'm originally from Niagara Falls, but oh, okay. my parents are from Italy. All right, mm-hmm. yeah. what part of Italy? Um, Sicily. Nice. Okay, great. Nice. Yes. nice. Okay. And where is what's your background? I I am I'm from Peterborough, Ontario. You know, true Canadian. Yeah, small town. 
There's a, a Brio <laughs> Street in Peterborough. There is. Yeah, yeah. My family, my grandparents, my great grandparents. Get out of town. Wait, are you related to Kate Brio at all? I would be. Yeah, the Brios are all related. <laughs> it takes us a half an hour to figure out how. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's give a shout out right now to Kate Brio. Kate Brio, if you're listening right now, Matthew says hi. Love you. Fantastic singing voice. Miss you. I'll see you so soon. Oh, there we go. Yeah. It's good to make that connection. <laughs> a little shout out to Peterborough, Ontario. How much time do we have? Two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, my goodness. Um, what were what will people see? Is there something you would you would draw attention to and say, oh my God, you watch one thing on this show, don't miss. Hmm. Unfortunately, I think you have to watch all of it because every episode gives you a different taste test. It's like a wine tasting. Everything's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think if you want to watch something that's fun, digestible, Matthew once explained it as scary stories for those who want to sleep at night. Yeah. It's a fun ride. It's a fun time. Get your friends. Exactly. I hope the show leaves you inspired to want to go not break into an abandoned building and find a ghost because that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I hope, you know, come January 26th when all eight episodes drop on CBC Gem, everyone finds, you know, they see themselves in these investigations and they see their, their own friend group and I just hope it's a fun time. Yeah, just come hang out with us. Watch us hunt ghosts well and not so well in some locations. And if there's a star that you particularly love, check out our list of celebrity guests. Start with their episode and I guarantee you will be hooked and watch the rest of the season oh there it is perfect it, it, are there scary shows you mentioned a movie but uh, is there things that scare you watching on television over the years or nothing scares me anymore really no wow do you know that's one of the things but that's about... more because I've, I've dated men i think a hundred percent i've done it all man. yeah luke dated a gemini and there's nothing scarier than that oh yeah, yeah. Well, two of us would disagree with you but... <gasps> are you a gemini yes. no way i have to leave <laughs> Why is that scary? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I might cop to it. Two cents. What, what, what can I do about it? Uh, there's nothing you there's can nothing do about you it. Can do. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for having Yeah, this was awesome. My thank pleasure. you. Let's again, we'll mention it. So you can watch them all Friday, January 26th on CBC Gym, as you just mentioned, uh, or uh, one at a time on the main network. Um but it's pretty cool that you could just binge this thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Binge it all. It's so fun. And guys, it's free. It, it's free. So you have no excuse. Go check it out. Ghosting. Ghosting. Free on CBC. Unless you're too scared. Yeah. Well, there's that. All right. Yeah. Then just watch it with the lights. Then just date a Gemini and you'll have no fear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Get out of here. Okay. Thank you so Well, were you horrified? No? Well, thank Phil Hong, then. He raised this episode from the dead with his paranormal producing skills. And yes, now it's being heard ghost to ghost. Thanks to the CBC's publicity department for setting up the interview and several more in the coming weeks. Thanks, as always, to BJ Del Conte, Stephen Dudley, and the Crispy Critters for the music used each episode on this podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please let us know with a like or a comment or a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Bill Brio. Thanks for listening. <laughs>